Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be recapping the Golden State Warriors season up to this point. We're also giving out some report cards to key personnel. But before we actually do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben and Barry podcast. We mentioned before the break how we were going to recap the Warrior season up to this point. Uh, before I actually do that, though, do want to actually recap how we did last week on our picks. Overall, did pretty well. Went two and one on the side. We had the Lakers on the money line at plus money. On Saturday, they ended up getting the job done. LeBron didn't even play, and the Lakers won anyway. Uh, Then we had the Warriors bouncing back and beating the Wizards in the Monday game at home and covering, which they did. And then we ended up losing the Tuesday game. We leaned to the Warriors, but the Clippers got the job done and they covered. Unfortunately, it's one of those spots where I recognized how bad of a spot it was going to be for Golden State, but I didn't trust the Clippers anyway. So I ended up going with the Warriors no matter what, but unfortunately I shouldn't have because the Warriors defensively no-showed the game, gave up 134 points, and they lost by 10. But to look at the overall season for Golden State, just to look at where they stand, they currently are at 500. They are 29-29, and and that gives them possession of the nine seed in the Western Conference. They're half a point above the Thunder, in the nine spot and they're also half a game behind new orleans for the eight but they're also one game back of being tied for sixth place so the western conference is totally up for grabs right now especially in the bottom portion you can argue now with denver having a five game lead over memphis for the one seed and with the suns now getting durant uh that the western conference does have a couple of teams at the way top of the hierarchy but at the bottom of the west Really, anything's up for grabs. You can go from being a playoff team to being the 12 seed in the span of about a day and a half. So don't try to overreact too much to the standings at this point, but I have to at least react to them. Looking at Golden State's season, I mentioned before the uh, ad break that I was also going to give report cards for key personnel. I'm going to start off with the overall team. So just an overall grade. It's a D plus. I mean, there's no other way to grade this. It's a horrible season up to this point. And the only reason why it's not Neff is because they're still in the play-in game right now. But you're looking at Golden State. They're the defending champions of the league, which feels so long ago because this team does not resemble last year's team whatsoever. But Golden State as defending champions, you're expecting to finish at least as a top four seed with a home court advantage in the first round you're probably hoping for a two seed or a one seed and they're ninth they're at 500 it's a d plus season they've been horrible 
uh, and especially for their standards. I know some teams would kill to be 500, but the Warriors had bigger aspirations. And being 22 and seven at home is very good. Being seven and 22 on the road is really, really embarrassing. And as a result, they got to give Golden State a D plus. And one of the things that jumps off the page is how bad this defense is. And you're looking at the actual advanced metrics this season. First of all, offensively, Golden State's been good and not great, as Golden State does rank 12th in offense efficiency. Now, I know some of that has to do with Curry being injured, so I have to factor that in no matter what. But defensively, Golden State is in the bottom uh, the bottom half, bottom third, as Golden State ranks 20th in defensive rating. So the defense has really killed Golden State all season long, and that's been the case lately. Uh, you're looking at the last couple of games, for example. Golden State gave up 134 to the Clippers, 126 to the Wizards. They did win that game. Gave up 125 to Portland on uh, last Wednesday. The point is, defensively, this team's horrible. And you were hoping that Clay, with the extra offseason, uh, since he came back midseason last year from the series injuries, you're hoping defensively he would never be the same guy that he once was. I think we all knew that. But you're hoping he could still be a pretty good defensive player. He's not. He's just not a great defensive player. And Wiggins has been injured for a decent portion of the year. He's easily Golden State's best defender. So some of the some of it is going to be durability based and how Golden State was missing a lot of valuable pieces, including Curry, who has played in 38 of the team's 58 games. But Clay's played 46. Wiggins has played 37. So Wiggins missing 21 games has been a big deal for the defense. But you're looking at just the overall roster and you have a lot of guys who have been meh. I feel like that's a good way to put it. Now, Curry was very good this season, averaging 29.4 points per game, 6.4 assists, 6.3 rebounds. He's been great. The issue is he's been hurt because he's missed 20 games, and he's going to be out for a while longer. So the point is durability concerns are going to be an issue moving forward, and they already have been an issue, but it's not going to change anytime soon. But Curry's been very good. I'll go in order for points per game for the actual grades just because I have the roster right in front of me. I'm going to give Curry a B plus. He was having a very good statistical season, but durability concerns are a problem. And as a result, I can't give him an A. He really was on pace for an A, and then he kept getting hurt. But 29.4 points per game, and I mentioned the rebounding and shooting numbers and the efficiency has been very solid. Shooting 49.5% from, th uh, from the floor. He's shooting... 42.7% uh, from three, 92 plus percent from the free throw line. He's been good. I mean, there's no way around it, but I can't give him an A if he's going to miss 20 games. So give, give me a B plus for Curry. You can argue maybe lower if I really wanted to grade him harshly for injuries, but injuries aren't always the player's fault. Some fluky things happen here and there. You know, you bump into somebody and you get hurt. It is what it is, but I got to point it out. So I'm going to give Curry a B plus because when he's been on the court, he's been a quality but he's not on the court. So I'll give him a B plus Clay's tricky to grade because Clay's averaging 21.4 points per game. Defensively, he has not been there and the field goal percentage all season long has been horrible. He's shooting 42.1% from the floor compared to his career 45.5%. Uh, and Clay is shooting 39.8% from three compared to his season, uh, his uh, career long numbers of 41.5%. Clay, I think I'm going to have to be harsh on. I think I have to give him a C plus. I really think he's been average. I don't think he's been very good. He has had a couple of serious heat check moments. He had 42 against OKC. He had a pretty solid run there with when Curry was out the first time. But I can't look past the fact that his efficiency has really dropped. 
uh, based on his field goal percentage. His defense has really dropped. And once again, I know he's off injuries. He's not the same guy that he used to be. But the point is, if Golden State is going to rely on him to be one of the main guys, you're hoping that he can recover some of the form that he had pre-injury. And some of the three-point shooting has been there. It's been spotty. But he has had a couple of serious flamethrower games. The problem is, without the consistency, i got to be harsh on him. And it's not really his fault. He's definitely past his prime. But if I'm grading on what I've seen up to this point, Clay's had a lot of games where he's been a liability because if he's not hitting his shots consistently, defensively he's not exactly giving you the same level of just the same level of quality that you had earlier in his career. So I got to be harsh on Clay. I'm going to give him a C plus. I think he could have been worse. He could have been a lot better. But he's still averaging 21.4. I want the efficiency better, though. 42.1% is really not great for a field goal uh, percentage. And I'm going to give him a C-plus because of it. Jordan Poole is also tricky to grade because he's averaging 20.9 points. He's kind of been fluctuating between the starter and the bench role. Now, he has played in every game. uh, So there definitely is a nice plus there for availability. But you're looking at his turnovers. He's leading the team with 3.3 despite playing... Uh, four less minutes than Curry and two less minutes than Clay. Clay, I'm not worried about turnovers because realistically he doesn't have the he doesn't dribble the ball or he doesn't dribble it that often, so he's not going to turn the ball over that much. But Poole does average more turnovers than Curry, and he's playing four fewer minutes, which is a problem. But you're looking at the actual shooting numbers efficiency wise for Poole, they've been okay. 44% from the floor, 33.3% from three. He's a career 33.9% shooter. But you figured after last year, maybe some of that would carry over into this year. Last year, he shot a career-high 36.4% from three, which I know you can argue isn't exactly great. But the point is, when you're dropping 3% from last year, you have to wonder if last year was a bit of a fluke. And I think that Poole, I'm going to grade him higher than Clay because he has played more games. But not by much. I gave Clay a... C plus, I'm going to give Poole a B minus. I have not really been that impressed, but I have to at least point out that he has done a good job filling in when Curry or Clay were not playing, even Wiggins when he was out for some time. But Poole has been pretty good with the 29 with the 20.9 points and the 4.5 assists. The turnovers are a problem, though, and he has a lot of games where he just decides, I'm going to shoot this no matter what, and you want him to just take his time and to maybe not rush things, but Poole plays at one speed. He plays at 100 miles an hour all the time. And if he has his game going, he's going to look really good. If he's a little bit off, he's going to look like one of the worst players on the floor. So that's the trade-off with Poole's game, but I'll give him a B- minus because he's played in every game as a boost, and he's the only player in Golden State to actually do that. So that's a nice plus to have. But the turnovers are a problem, and the three-point percentage has been a problem. Now looking at Wiggins... I got to be harsh again. I think Wiggins, I'm giving a D. I really have not noticed much of an impact from him all season long, especially after he was, I'd say, the runner-up to win NBA Finals MVP last year. But he's missed 21 games already, and he's averaging 17.1 points per game, five rebounds per game. He's shooting decently, though, shooting 47.3% from the floor and 39.6% from three. Actually, I'm not going to give him a D. That's a little bit harsh. I'm going to give him a C-. Uh, I think that he still, I was going to give him a D, but then the shooting numbers actually were better than I thought. His free throw percentage has fallen off a cliff. He's shooting 61.1% compared to his career 72%.
but I'm mostly holding the defense against him because he's been injured. We know that rebounding-wise, he was great for Golden State in the playoffs, and defensively, he was very good guarding the opponent's best players. This year, the intensity has really just not been there, and it's why Golden State's defense is in the bottom third of the league. So I'm going to be harsh on Wiggins because offensively, he's been okay, but defensively and rebounding the basketball were, were where he was supposed to show his biggest strides and he really hasn't this season. So I'm going to give him a C minus. I was hoping to see more. Then I'm going to go to Draymond Green. Draymond has played in 52 games, so pretty durable. He's only missed 6 games. Points he's averaging 6. Point, he's averaging 8.2 points per game, 7.3 rebounds and 6.9 assists. For Draymond, it's really difficult to grade because we know his job is not to score and he's supposed to facilitate and as a result his offensive numbers don't look great. I'm going to give Draymond a B-. minus. I feel like Draymond's been good. He has been a lot better in the past, but I think he's been good. He also provides some stability because he's only missed six games. But Draymond has been a good facilitator, you know, leading the team in assists. He's leading the team in rebounding, too, so I have to give him credit for that. And defensively, he has taken a bit of a step back. He's not the same guy that he used to be, but he still has moments where he really can just show off defensively. And he showed off defensively against the Lakers because he really had Anthony Davis in a box. And they lost the game anyway. But the point is, Draymond showed that he can limit the opponent's best players, especially in the paint. The problem is the consistency is not there uh, as much as you want. And he is averaging three fouls per game, which is the most on the team. So foul trouble has been a bit of an issue. And we know the shooting numbers, of course, are not going to be great for Draymond. But I will give him a B minus because I do think that defensively he's been still solid as an anchor and offensively he's been good as a facilitator and that's all you ask him for. So give me a B minus, but I was hoping to see a little bit more defensively in terms of consistency and hopefully he shows that as the season progresses. But besides that, I am not going to really go through the bench players. No reason to, I'm not going to go through Looney either because Looney's a rebounder and nothing else. So there's no point in grading him. However, I am going to grade Steve Kerr, and I feel like it is fair to do so. I will give Kerr a pretty harsh grade. I gave the Warriors basically a DD plus. I'll give Kerr a little bit higher than that, but I'll give him a C minus. I should know it. I'll give him a C. I was going to be a lot harsher, but it's really not his fault that Curry... Clay and Wiggins all missed a bunch of games, and those are three of the most important pieces on the team. So I can't be too harsh on Kerr. Has he been amazing? No, I think he's been meh. So I'm going to give him a C because I think that even though the team is at 500, a lot of it's based on injuries, but defensively, the team has fallen apart. But then again, I'm not sure if that's based on personnel or if that's based on uh, the the coaching situation because. It's basically the same core from last year, which makes this a little bit fascinating. But give me Steve Kerr with a C. They're at 500. I'll give him a 500 grade. Give him a C. But uh, I'm sorry if this episode episode was a little bit boring, but we have no games because it is the All-Star break and the Warriors will resume next week. So next week we will be back for the usual breakdown of Warrior games. But this week there are no games to break down. So instead I went through the report card episode, etc., But that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Hope all of you enjoy All-Star Weekend. Uh, Besides that, though, you can find me on Twitter once again at Rice Show Radio. Thank you for for listening to the Bed and Maria podcast here on Believe. And until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.